I V M. Hello and welcome to Simplified, the weekly podcast that is reminiscent of the combined study sessions from school days. Uh, the stated purpose is enhancement of knowledge, but there are too many distractions and bad jokes till we forget what we are here to do in the first place. But miraculously, everyone's learned a little bit more by the end of it. I am Tony. Joining me today, the class topper, genius, and all-round nice guy who didn't realize what he signed up for. Say hi, Narain. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for that lovely intro. <laughs> also with us, he makes fastidious notes in class, but the real joy is the back page of his notebook that has topical comics he's whipped up in a flash. Say hi, Chuck. You genuinely look confused. Uh, uh, hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's confused. <laughs> and, and finally, the man who has missed yeah. all the classes but has a surprisingly incredible wealth of information and fun trivia to offer. Say hi, Srikit. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am, I am the OG <laughs> ultra-crepidarian. This is actually the <laughs> sharpest intro that uh, Simplified has ever had. And when you said reminiscent, I think yeah, yeah. the yeah, that yeah. stuck with you most was sent for some reason. Sent. Oh, sent, wow. just sent. that is uh, yeah these are the nicest things anyone has said about me other than my mom and my aunt who genuinely believe that i am better looking than sheila <laughs> <laughs> I think the the jibes from your wife and kid more than compensate for that. But I, I must say, I mean, such a snappy intro might uh, lull our uh, new listeners into a false sense of like, oh, this is how it's always like. <laughs> Please beware, it's not always like this. We shall dispel that myth in two minutes, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of uh, balance and shifting scales and things like that, oh, oh, I don't know, have you guys ever attempted to lose weight and how did you go about it? Maybe we'll start with Narayan. Chuck is like, I, I can do a full podcast mm-hmm. on this. So <laughs> let's yeah, I actually yeah, have so a full well. podcast on it. But that's another matter. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Narayan. Narayan, go ahead. I've always had battle with, you know, <laughs> with weight. Not really. So I'm, I'm spindly everywhere except my stomach. But even back in the day. So when Sheila was expecting and we would go together to the gynecologist and... <laughs> The gynecologist would be eyeing me most suspiciously, trying to figure out which of us is the patient. <laughs> so that was the battle of it. And uh, <laughs> I've been starving basically. The good old uh, Mahatma Gandhi, Anna Hazare, Vinoba Bhave school of weight reduction. Don't eat. I think we should remind all our listeners that Narin still can't eat ice cream. Ice cream! <laughs> <laughs> I know. One of the most legendary episodes we've ever recorded. Uh, yeah. But Narin, Chuck, have you, you succeeded would... like at any point to bring it down to yeah, a manageable so level? Currently, yeah. yeah, currently it's been going. I've been doing something called intermittent fasting. I managed to lose a princely total of three and a half kgs. Yeah, in a matter of couple of months ago two months yeah yeah that's not too bad yeah <laughs> uh stick it you want to go i mean i don't think ever i've had any kind of sustained uh, like I, by sustained i mean i think none of my weight loss plans have cracked three months at any point of time what narin was talking about intermittent fasting i truly think it's the lazy person's diet right like if you're too lazy to eat then you <laughs> manage to intermittently fast <laughs> yeah so and not just a lazy, I mean, I think there was one period of time at uh, work uh, when I was still in Malaysia, where I was extremely stressed with a lot of work and a lot of stuff was happening then. And then I basically started losing weight <laughs> because of the stress and not eating properly. And uh, it, it worked well because I was becoming particularly corpulent in Malaysia. I have uh, regained some of that corpulence, but I'm actually balancing it out. So the only sustained kind of 
uh, weight loss measures that I do, which are conscious, not just starving myself, is uh, I tend to walk quite a bit. I tend to do stairs also. So I live on the 16th floor here in Bangalore. So I tend to do the stairs at least once a day. So so yeah, that that works a little bit. But yeah, nothing sustained, nothing disciplined and definitively nothing intentional. Long-term listeners probably know this, but in our nonchalant younger days, Sriket was nicknamed Skinny, which uh, yeah. I think <laughs> he's <laughs> outgrown <laughs> that nickname. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 The, I'm the artist formerly known as Skinny. <laughs> yeah, he was so thin that every time we were crossing a grating, we used to hold on to him because afraid to fall through it. Oh! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Excellent. Do you want me to go also? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, does Chuck have a podcast for this dot tumblr dot com? The answer is always yes, but go ahead. No, I've, I've tried various experiments over the years. Yeah, I think once I... Went Project 72, hashtag. Project 72. No, psh, don't, don't. <laughs> legendary, don't, legendary. Don't bring up, don't bring up Project 72. Uh, I don't know, there was a time when I did keto with a lot of uh, keto, low carb with a lot of vigor. And I ended up losing a lot of weight, but I also ended up gaining it it was quite unsustainable plus i got gout because apparently eating too much protein can also be a bad thing so that happened lots of experiments later i think now i'm on some kind of sustained fitness journey rather than weight loss journey so for what it's worth i've reduced from 92 to close to 78 or something right now so maybe that's amazing not too yeah. bad, I hope and guess. <laughs> Excellent. But I am looking beyond the scale now. I have transcended. Yeah, just for reference, there used to be a time when Chuck was, I think, in his 90s and I was in my 60s. Yeah. And I think Chuck weighs less than me now. <laughs> so. Wow. <laughs> it's like one of those Kramer's rule for determinant, right? Cross thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also for people listening, Chuck was in his 90s and Shri Ketha was in his 60s was also a good reference of the music that we listen to. <laughs> 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 There's one more thing I have to tell. Uh, you know what? What is the definition of middle age? Middle age is when the narrow waist and the broad mind interchange places. That's oh. <laughs> <middle age. laughs> There's another one I heard. And Does I think... Narain repeat jokes.tumblr.com? <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's one which I think is from Woodhouse, which Narain hasn't said as far as I know. A doctor once told someone that you are unfit if one of the two things. If you're playing golf, if you put the ball where you can see it, you can't hit it. And if you put the ball where you can hit it, you can't see it. Can't yeah. see it. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Like that one. There can also be yeah. locker room versions of that which you leave the listener's imagination to. <laughs> he looked like someone who was poured into his clothes and forgot to say when. <laughs> this is one of the Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> okay, Tony. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the reason like I asked is because uh, obviously I think important caveats to say like none of what we say from here should be considered health advice or anything. And like, yeah. especially for an episode yeah. on food because uh, eat forms three-sixths of caveat. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Oh, wow. Well played. Well played. Like I've been on two weight loss journeys uh, because I was very successful with the first one. <laughs> that I had to do it again. <laughs> Oh, Mark Twain. Of course, it's easy to give up smoking. I've done it thousands of times. <laughs> yeah, but basically the trigger, right? For me specifically, and obviously like we keep saying like major caveats. Uh, for my body type, at least, uh, the trigger was that like when I had put on a lot of weight, basically I used to be the skinniest kid in class, even in engineering. And then like 20s hit and like I realized that <laughs> I needed to get a weighing scale to begin with. But what tipped it over was that like I took a blood panel at that point in time 
when I was close to 30 and realized that like a lot of numbers are off the charts. But also apparently the liver is one organ that can repair itself. And one of the major ways to easiest ways to do it is to actually like uh, reduce weight or control your diet and like do that. Right. So I saw like results fairly quickly because I was able to adhere to one simple principle, right? which is that can you count how many calories you are eating, right? At a very basic level, it is the number of calories you consume versus how much you expend. And if there is a deficit in that, you are going to lose weight. If it is an increment, then you are obviously going to gain weight, right? Funnily enough, like my friend was the one who sort of told me this and like why basically fancy diets don't work is that you tend to overcompensate over a longer period of time. In my first edition of trying this out, I used to run like on a treadmill for 45 minutes and then go back and drink a glass of Sprite, right? And (laughs) they cancel each other out, which is the funniest part that 45 minutes on a treadmill is about maybe 100 and 120 calories that you burn (laughs) and like a glass of Sprite can put that back. So all of this boils down to if you were to sort of look at the most elementary thing that you can look at, which is a calorie, right? That is what I wanted to basically talk about uh, today and simplify, hopefully, uh, (laughs) with a lot of stuff that you probably already know. Yeah, just one thing about the liver, though. A fun fact is you said the liver regenerates itself. That's how it gets its name. It lives, not just lives, it lives. Oh, like that. And after Uh, that, there is a future version of the liver where it will (laughs) duplicate, it will become the livest. Livest, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my. And then when all of them go cycling together, it becomes live strong. <laughs> For a brief moment, I I really, I mean, I, I was truly optimistic that you were going somewhere seriously with this. But then, alas. You continue yeah. to be the John Oliver to my auntie's husband. <laughs> <laughs> so, basic feedback system, right? It's like, obviously, you need to weigh yourself, but also you need to weigh the food that you consume and the calories that go in and that's yeah actually just on that on that i mean i got some similar advice about a year or so ago when was the first time i was diagnosed with a not great level of cholesterol and uh, at that at which point like my my doc itself when i went and spoke and my experience with docs has always been mostly like they'll be like oh take these medicines take these medicines uh, do this and uh, you need to consume more of fiber and all that stuff and you need to eat more of these things and that things that something on those lines she was a dietitian and a medical doctor combined so she like sat and she's like she just asked me to like chart out my medical my, my diet plan as such and she said you just need to start eating less you're eating too much (laughs) i was just like wow really and she's like yeah you're i mean you're effectively eating four to five four and a half meals a day like with all your small small snacking and the small snacking becomes big so just reduce the number of overall meals you're eating i I think what you're eating is fine just reduce (laughs) so i was like that sounds good and i was like yeah that should be a good option but it's that simple math right a lot of the times it's a simple math of like the volume of calories you're putting in versus how much you're expending. So can I can I put in a small disclaimer here? Okay, so it's not just the math. Okay, so this is what I've been reading upon recently. So all calories are not created equal, right? So certain kinds of calories are far 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 worse than other kinds of calories. All the fields of scientific endeavor that you must distrust, you must distrust nutri- nutritional science the most because it's ephemeral; it keeps changing all the time. But Here's the received wisdom at the moment. We have to eat as few carbohydrates as possible. So, you know, the things that come to a pass that I have to go to a cardiologist, 
he told me to avoid gps and i raised uh, raised the eyebrow and uh, looked at him <laughs> you said how do i get back home from here <laughs> <laughs> i mean the joke just writes itself <laughs> he was waiting for just that reaction he smirked superciliously and told me that he meant grain potato then sugar so that's that's yeah. what he meant by gps right so yeah. what he says is that you can have as much protein and fat as you like because of the gout and uh, load on the you know the load on the kidneys he said that you can have as much fat as you like he didn't want me to have much carbohydrates at all and uh, these things often go into extremism and there are these severe keto diets where people avoid every form of uh, every form of carbohydrate and stick only to only to fat and protein and they have excellent results too but it is a very dramatic uh, shift from whatever you are used to and i'm not entirely sure although there's a lot of research which says there's nothing wrong with it i'm not sure that those kind of drastic changes in diet are for everyone but you do need to look at that paradigm with sort of you know f- with fresh eyes i'll try and post a few links in the description which will sort of put out my uh, point of view but yeah take it with a pinch of salt salt is okay to eat in <laughs> not too much it raises the hypertension yeah. uh, sorry i'll just add one thing with what narin said so quite simply if you have to lose weight uh, you have to be in a calorie deficit and if you have i saw this nice line somewhere if you have to ask whether a food is healthy then it probably isn't and it probably falls into the bad calories that narin's talking about so yeah i think of course the best diet is just the one that you can possibly sustain which is why intermittent fasting i think is pretty popular because it doesn't place a restriction on what you eat it's a very uncomplicated diet that way and you can choose to do if 3 days a week 4 days a week or whatever the case may be so yeah i think yeah. all these points put together Yeah no so the first time i lost weight right i was able to sustain it for like 4 to 5 years till the pandemic wow. hit i wasn't following any fancy diet but just looking at what food groups can i give up right so basically switch to black coffee without sugar which after like 2 weeks is incredibly like satisfying and you don't crave like milk or sugar anymore i could give up fries and potato chips which i think is very rare for like most people i couldn't give up alcohol so like i had to just make sure that what in the long term am i okay with not having right so yeah i mean it worked until the pandemic hit and then like you are basically like uh, i mean let's see everything that is there right so honestly to some extent i agree with you on that tori like one of the few markers that i notice for myself that i have grown up and become an adult is the fact that for example sugar like i used to have like this primeval reaction to sugar where i would like stuff myself with it like whether i wanted to or not like it was like a impulse reaction of sorts and now like the one filter that has come is that i have this moment of pause that comes before i have to consume sugar and i can make that and i ask myself the question whether is this truly the hill that i want to die on right like wow. is this truly the sugar that i want to really <laughs> wow. put on my this thing yeah. officially the most adult episode of simplified here <laughs> 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 that is the one of the very few markers that i have which truly allow me to feel like okay that is a little adult of me to do that i used to my 20s were characterized like entire time when i was the artist known as skinny i used to like that's what treat my body like a fast moving dumpster right so uh, it's it's just generally like stuff it with whatever the hell i wanted in fact 
the entirety of my college like post grad when i was in pune dinner used to comprise of 500 ml of like pepsi or coke every night right so now i have like gone like 3 years without having really any soda maybe once in a while or something like that apart from sparkling water of course yes <laughs> that is that is the hack that, that i have hack. discovered and Cold like so for sparkling. me one thing that's there is i discovered that it also comes down to a bit of like behavioral reengineering of sorts where it came from the fact that i crave to drink something when i'm eating like i like to have a drink along with my food like trying to figure out what are those drinks that i can have that actually like don't really add to that calorie count so initially i turned to green tea which was good but then later when i was moving to india and the green tea was available in malaysia only that specific brand of green tea and i was like i'm not going to take the effort to make myself like a pitcher of green tea in the morning and all that garbage i'm not doing it so i was like what is the ready to have stuff that i can have and i discovered sparkling water from there shared my discoveries with chuck and his wife and the rest is history <laughs> i think they took it to an art form <laughs> Now, i have this joke about green tea that i have to tell you i saw it on a tiktok video a charming tiktok video made by an indian housewife and her husband ba- back in the days before tiktok was banned so this guy is husband is going out of the house so wife is telling him suniye ye chai ki patti le aana so she is asking for a for tea leaves so he says okay what kind so he says green tea le aana so he says why so he say the wife says iske teen fayde hain ha ek doodh ki bachat hoti hai so you say one way second is sehat ke liye bahut acha hai and the third is mehman wapas phir nahi aate hain चॉकलेट to reward themselves or just you know want to do something different or something so you can find an alternative to that that doesn't involve putting calories into your body you know that the sparkling water hack is amazing like it's just something exciting in your mouth and it's zero calories it's uh is kind of crazy yeah but basically sugar tricks i mean rewards your brain right it's it's dopamine like it releases dopamine which is where you crave it i mean and like but once you stop using it and like you cut that circuit then like it doesn't really crave it anymore. yeah i remember you told me once long back that you went a month without having sugar or something like that and when you had it back for the first time it was like wow that was like so these days when i have a sugar craving or a sweet craving what i do is i take a little bit of honey and i put it on just for some reason just kills whatever little craving i have not kills yeah. as in it uh, satiates without needing yeah. to you know order an entire dessert or something another point that skinny mentioned which i think is super in, i keep calling you skinny <laughs> in this episode you established uh, no another thing that you said is super important is actually the portion size i think that's seems so obvious but something that we just uh, completely forgotten about so i used to regularly yeah. have four five chapatis man like for lunch yeah. and dinner like it's just yeah. cut down yeah. now to two or something i lower portion size because you Actually, we eat so fast, and here I know Shriket. You are throwing glares in my direction because Shriket famously would take about half an hour, forty-five minutes to eat. Other, he is the only so, guy so, who I have eaten with who has had to microwave dinner twice during the same sitting. But, but let me give you another reference point here. So Chuck was famously a super fast eater, and I was a famously a super slow eater. Concept of the prospect of having dinner together was an interesting one. It was just. 
logistically unfeasible because of the fact that this man used to like this guy used to finish his dinner before i finished eating eating mine so i was like okay how do we do this so then we de- mutually discovered that the unit of a dinner is a simpsons episode so, <laughs> so ah, yeah, yeah yeah so we used to, <laughs> to uh, mutually agree on that we are going to sit through a simpsons episode i used to have my dinner through the simpsons episode and then continue my dinner into my bedroom later and jack would obviously finish within by before the opening credits were done so <laughs> just to add on on the portion control thing again this is something coming from a angle of so i've been reading recent alchemy by rory sutherland and uh, listening to it more, more like so there's a lot of like especially some of the most effective methods of actually reprogramming your head so that you can work towards like a fitter healthier more weight loss kind of program is just reprogramming some of those behaviors and like something as simple as like portion control can be one thing okay you kind of do all those quadrants and all that stuff it sometimes just comes down to like your cutlery the utensils you eat in like i switched out from eating in a massive wide plate to a bowl and like that bowl would be the size of the bowl is the amount of rice that i will have and that was a, there is no more that you can cram inside that bowl besides what's there so it's about reengineering your cutlery and your habits around food more than the food you eat as well just one point on that is basically giving your brain enough time to say hey boss i'm full yeah the reason why i thought i will bring up this and like obviously no body shaming etc involved is that it i felt much healthier but also i realized that you don't need to go to a nutritionist at least for me and like talk about specific things like green tea for weight loss right if you can just follow a mathematical approach and do it and why is that important is because like step 1 is probably just about awareness the right? weight it's of the food yeah it's not just that like you swap, uh, swap out one thing for another it is also like trying to understand how much you know how many calories are you actually putting into yourself so i had three things right one is weighing scale to like basically weigh myself <laughs> once a week or so uh one is a kitchen scale basically mm. to figure out how much i was eating and then i used an app like healthify me basically to sort of count the calories and have the weight right and then once you just start logging your food it is a very tiresome thing to do you automatically realize bro like <laughs> that awareness i think is the first step to breaking the habit at least it was for me so like i would honestly not recommend like you know green tea or that or this it's all your mileage may vary types but ultimate goal yeah, yeah ultimate goal is to be able to weigh yourself on the kitchen scale exactly <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that's like wow. Yeah. Hmm. The, while the scales have fallen from our eyes, I think we need to give our listeners a break from that epic line. We'll be right back with actual sort of things about what a calorie is, how is it measured and stuff like that and probably about uh, the food labels on your uh, packaged foods as well. Stay tuned. So welcome back and we are talking about currently about weight loss but like no body shaming involved but one of the like fun things that i sort of stumbled upon is that at what point do you think you weigh your lightest in, during a day right i think in the morning right before you have your first meal basically right mm. uh, but interestingly like even if you just wake up after 8 hours of sleep you roughly lose about 250 grams right mm. and uh, how do you think this happens perspiration dead skin oh dead skin no uh, perspiration <laughs> yeah uh, actually that's that's one important thing about 150 grams actually comes through water vapor that you are sweating out or breathing out 
which leaves about another 100 grams behind which is basically nothing but you are taking in oxygen and breathing out some carbon dioxide so the added oh. weight of the carbon sitting oh. in the co2 molecule adds up to about 90 to 100 grams depending on how much you breathe out and how you know frequently you do it oh. to the point that why you can't substitute exercise for diet is that about 80% of the calories you expend is to keep your body alive right like 10% is for digestion and 70% is for all of the functions that your body does to keep itself alive which is also called the basal metabolic rate of a person right so even if you don't do anything if you are just lying down the entire day 80% of your calories are expended that way and then the remaining 20% is what you can make up for in physical activity french government switching off the lights on the eiffel tower in order to reduce energy consumption <laughs> 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 well one of the things that surprised me the most when i started whatever fitness all those years back is that actually the nutrition matters more than exercise when it comes to any sort of health goal be it weight loss or otherwise the quantum of it was what surprised me i always knew that was a case but like studies that say 80 90% is the kitchen's more important than what you do in the gym that was kind of revelatory to me one thing i recently read i don't know how far this is true and i'm not sure that i got it right either but it's this if you don't eat your blood sugar levels fall right so then you get a feeling of weakness hmm. but the thing is if you work out at that time the body automatically pulls out all the stored glucose from from the liver which is where it stores it and it makes sure that your uh, blood sugar levels are are increased so if you are really feeling weak it's probably a good idea to exercise this is what that uh, article said yeah anecdotally i can probably say that that's true i've done workouts hey, i don't a... think we should recommend this to anyone but yeah like... no, no, this is this is not medical advice this is for yeah <laughs> one big disclaimer i wanted to give is you know none of this none of the above applies to people in the diabetic zone right because there yeah. uh, your metabolism is already always already wonky and there is a condition called hypoglycemia which kills which literally kills yeah, you yeah yeah Yeah. yeah and it's very yeah. freaky so i happened to my father once so we were able to get him to a hospital in time but the first time it happened we didn't know what the hell was happening he yeah. sort of just absent mindedly took i think twice the amount of uh, so he took his diabetes medication and then he took another dose of it he forgot and in the middle of the night and he was a doctor himself middle of the night at 3 am or 4 am or something a call comes we have a hospital so a call comes from the hospital from some patient who wants to consult him for something or i think the staff called or something like that and he picked up the phone and my mother was uh, you know mother woke up too because the phone rang and he is staring blankly at the receiver he's not able to talk he's sweating he's cold and clammy and my mom asked him why why aren't you talking he says i don't understand and so she spoke on the phone and uh, on the other side was a nurse and she said if he's cold and clammy i think you should just bring him to the hospital immediately so we scrambled him to the hospital and clearly the doctor on call knew the symptoms very well he said this is just hypoglycemia we'll give him a shot of glucose and it was like miraculous he was just back you know as if nothing had happened uh, so yeah i mean uh, the point of this entire anecdote is for diabetics it can be very freaky and it can be a killer so if you are yeah. diabetic pre diabetic suspected of having diabetic whatever it is take all dietary not just ours all dietary observations with 
a lot of skepticism just check with your doctor before you do anything yeah so on the mathematical side of things right which we thankfully can calculate basically if you needed about 2000 calories ideally but if you are sort of sedentary it means that 20% of that can go away so you'll need only about 1600 calories right so if you are eating more than that it is likely that you will put on weight right which brings us to the definition of the fundamental unit right which is a calorie and science lesson from narain narain what is a calorie <laughs> yeah yeah glad you asked wow look at him. he was bristling he was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is the amount of energy required to raise the temperature of 1 gram of water by 1 degree right narain's <laughs> like scientifically accurate because uh, what narain has described as a calorie or a small calorie with a small c there's also a large calorie which is what we call a kilo cal but like all a food measurements calorie which has not been watching its calories yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> fat shaped yeah, so calorie nice <laughs> for all like non lab related purposes we use calorie with a capital c which is the same as a kilo cal which is basically like chuck said 1 kg of water if it can raise by 1 degree celsius when burnt that is uh, what it is that is what a calorie is right so which brings us to the point of if we are to look at a balance of equation right you can obviously look at how much energy you are roughly expending probably with a fitness tracker or something heart rate monitor all of that uh, but on the other side how do you measure how much you are putting in right and how do you calculate the calories in food which i thought was rather interesting because i mean i've used these apps but like how does it actually work is something that i had no idea about one of the easiest ways to do it based on our definition would be you can take a guess if a calorie is basically going to increase the temperature of burn, one actually burn the food and find yeah exactly <laughs> which is the no that that is actually the direct way oh, of wow. okay. uh, how you measure uh, calories we used to have uh, a food, cook right? in the our engineering college mess used to practice this on a regular <laughs> 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 yeah. so i think that's what you were blaming about but actually a scientist in the kitchen <laughs> so the <laughs> so the apparatus is actually called a bomb calorimeter and the food is placed in this sealed container and surrounded by water and the resulting rise in the water temperature is measured and basically it gives you a direct measurement of calorie right but that's not how it is done today what is used today is an indirect measurement called the at water technique i think uh, which brings us to like the breakdown of calorie into different macronutrients which narain i think you referred to earlier to say not all calories are created equal right but basically all food by and large consists of carbohydrates proteins and fats and a few other things but primarily these three right like there's fiber there will be maybe alcohol all of that separately but all food consists of carbohydrates proteins and fats and if you are able to estimate how many calories burning each of these gets you you have a good way of adding it up and saying this is what how many calories is there in this particular food item right so basically carbohydrates are supposed to give 4 kilocalories per gram fats give 9 protein gives 4 alcohol gives 7 and i think fiber <laughs> gives 2 so like if you are able to then deconstruct these into the corresponding macronutrients you just add them up and arrive at the calories that a particular food contains obviously in a lab not at home but yeah that's that's the system that is used there is a wood house quote i am reminded of bertie wooster says in one of the books 
that it was my uncle George who, well in advance of medical science, established that alcohol is actually a food. So he should keep drinking. Planting's castle ka Uncle Fred's uh, secret of longevity or something, no? Having five shots Galahad, of alcohol. Galahad, 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 yeah, Galahad, 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 Uncle Galahad. Uncle Galahad. Galahad, Uncle Galahad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing bland about the fellow from blandings but uh, if you paid attention to the numbers you will see that fats obviously have much higher energy per gram at 9 uh, as opposed to carbs and proteins at 4 and then alcohol <laughs> which is important for yeah. me at 7 <laughs> right? and also the other difference is that basically carbohydrates are going to provide you with energy that you need in the moment and if it is not used it is just going to be converted into fat and stored in your body right so if there isn't enough sort of exercise or physical activity happening you are automatically going to convert entirety of that into fat which is why i think carbohydrates are frowned upon now and obviously our lifestyle has changed so much that basically it's very sedentary and you don't like go and work in the fields anymore etc but our diets have not caught up to that and that, that's an that's actually an important point overall where that's where actually a lot of the unhealthy dieting schemes have come in is that the i mean it, it's it's almost a cliche to say it but in, in practice it's like really put in like these some some kind of uh, funky diets and cut down on different types of whatever but i mean if you are to just have a simple balance of your diet and exercise in some way there is that itself is irrespective of weight loss or anything i think it's a great uh, solution for fitness overall as chuck will probably attest to that like not just exercise which is a non systematic exercise but a systematic plan for exercise coupled with like a standard diet especially for younger uh, users of simplified yeah 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 younger yeah. users of simplified we are a drug we are a drug or are we a product <laughs> <laughs> we we must be a drug because we get high on our own supply all the time <laughs> 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 we are the worst dealers in the world <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so but yeah i mean that self is a it's a very important maxim to kind of remember to kind of work with for like just general fitness in life <laughs>